Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Spelling. <laughs> Bad spelling, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sort of started and gave up in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, we're That's back right. on a Thursday thanks to naturebox.com. Thursday. Uh, life is hectic. It's hard to remember to go to the store and buy some shitty snacks. So what Naturebox does is, okay, we'll send you the snacks. You don't even have to pay for delivery. And they won't be shitty. And they won't be shitty. They're good snacks delivered right to your door. They have hundreds of nutritionist-approved snacks. Zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams of trans fats, and no high-fructose corn syrup. No, thank you. And stuff that you can't really get elsewhere, like sriracha-roasted cashews or pistachio power clusters, Big Island pineapple. They have dehydrated fruit. Yeah. They have salty stuff. They have sweet stuff. They and have granola stuff. We're not messing with stuff. you. This shit is in our cabinet. Yeah. We eat it. They, on the reg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they send it to us, and we have no qualms accepting it and just devouring it. Yeah. Uh, but you also want free snacks. Good news. Nature Box will send you a free trial box, including five of their most popular snacks. You heard me. They're sending you free snacks in the mail. That's free food. So are you interested? Good food for no money? Do you like Showing that idea? Up to your house? <laughs> How's that? How, how is not every single person going <laughs> to at least get the free snacks at their door? I think what they do is they hear and they're like, oh, it's not actually free. No, 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 no. This is actually, they just send you free snacks. Because they're like, oh, we'll send them a little bit. It's not a lot, it's a little bit. But it's going to get you hooked and you're going to want to pay for it later. So at the very least, get the free snacks. And you can get it if you go to naturebox.com slash if I were you. That's naturebox.com slash if I were you. You know the name of this podcast. And uh, if you're gonna smart, if you're gonna, if you want to snack smartly, you'll at least check them out. It's naturebox.com. And if you do end up purchasing a Nature Box, which I think is as low as like twenty dollars a month, and they send you the five snacks, pretty good, uh, a hearty portions as well. Uh, send us that receipt. They'll send you a receipt. Forward it to us at a fiery show at gmail.com, and we'll give you a shout out. Well, thank you. Jake, do you have the names of the people that have purchased it uh, last month? I do. So I guess we'd like to thank Hassan R. Mm-hmm. Who else? I guess we'd also like to thank Masail R. And? I'd also enjoy to thank <laughs> Carter S. Sure. And how can I forget? Jabari B. Uh-huh. And last but la- not least, how can I forget Logan C. Logan C. Yes. Well, Oh, also... <laughs> Evan S. How can I forget? So not last and not least. Not last, not least, Evan S. Uh-huh. And uh, you know what? I don't want to end this without saying thank you to Sam I. Okay. And good. I won't because I've got to say one more thank you uh-huh. to Melody S. Perfect. She only got one thank you. And there's also one <laughs> final thank you sure. for Melissa S. All right. Now you're done. And now I'm done. Uh, I also, no, you know no. what? Thanks, Carter S. again. Oh, you're going to go double. I'm going to go double up on Carter S. and Logan C. All right. Well, I thank think both you guys. those guys were pretty, pretty chill. They deserved it. Hassan R. 
You only got one thank you, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> I think Melissa S. Sam I, Jamari B, Michael R. All you guys are good too. Thank you again. I do want to give one final no, Carter no. S. shout no. out. Cause no. <laughs> You're just reading the fucking list over All and right. over. Start the fucking episode then. <laughs> the guy give a shit, dude. If you want your name to be read, the next time we uh, endorse Nature Box, send us that receipt. Check them out one last time. Free snacks. If I were you show at, no, no, no. Naturebox.com slash if I were you. Thanks, Carter. Now we can get started with the episode. Thank you, Please Carter. don't worry. Things got real. Carter Rest. Yeah. Thank you a lot. I hate you. Yeah. Toda. I'll take you to my podcast app and listen to if I were you. Go ahead and play it, boo. So we can hear them too Whoa, you can watch it all day How many minutes you gon' turn that shit up Or make me spill my cup Audience rising, okay Let's go to a live show Gotta hear Jake to talk, no Already no ho I see a smoke show, I got damn done I just wanna take her out and have a good time Gotta text Jake.com If I were you, it's the motherfucking bomb Josh and Amir, oh fuck I mean Jake and Amir Paid $300 Got a billboard, getting emails, no callers, they're just a bunch of ballers. They're the best thing yet, call them the best, they can make your girl wet. Oh wait, mom, mom, stop listening, stop listening, mommy, mommy, love you, mommy. Things actually got real. Take you to my podcast app, and listen to if I were you. Keep playing and never stop, keep going till you seize the cheese, whoa. Justin Goncalves Goncalves. Gone Calves, G O N C A L V E S. I'm Amir Blumenfeld, and I'm hosting solo. <laughs> Twenty-three minutes of trying to pronounce. <laughs> could be Gion Calves. Could be Jean. The most Calves. downloaded episode. <laughs> it's amazing how many times he said his last name. It's performance art. Justin Gonzalez. That is a sexy beat. Oh, that's the candy shop? Yeah. That was a candy shop parody. Right, right. That's a sexy beat. Oh, because it kind of sounds like belly dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing sexier than belly dancing. Right? <laughs> Except for the fact that ethnic people always do it. Um, Hi, this is no, if I were wait. <laughs> It sounds like I agreed with you. <laughs> and I did it. Uh, this guy wanted me to shout out his uh, YouTube channel, which is Sketch Films with a Z for the number in life. Sketch Films for life. Justin Gonzalez, you do the work and we'll promote your shit. Yeah. Is that fair? Is that good? Is that nice to you? Yeah. Uh, you think he based that off the fact that we answered that question about a girl who sang candy shop while going down on a guy, and he became yeah. instantly limp and laughed at her. Right, and that dude in Justin Goncalves yeah. heard that, and he was like, I've got an idea. <laughs> and then he spent the next two weeks in the studio. Yeah, laying down a track. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I want to go to a studio. I wish I have a podcast studio. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Remember Rec Room? That was not. Oh, fuck. I miss Adrian Grenier so much. <laughs> well, we never met him. Yeah, but sometimes I just, you know, miss him. His, I miss his hospitality. You don't have to meet someone to miss them. Absolutely you do. No, I miss I miss Adrian Grenier every day. I guess you can miss a celebrity. You can, right? I miss Sarah Michelle Geller. Do you? I miss what we used to have. Yeah, which was what? You watching her a lot? Like, I guess, yeah, like I really liked Buffy and I thought yeah. she was really pretty. So. Did you like Buffy? Well, I think I had a crush on Buffy and uh, and Joey from Dawson's Creek. And Joey, Joey from Friends. Friends. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Matt LeBlanc and Sarah Michelle Gellar were my two big crushes. I had like that was the first. Do you remember the first um, girl you hung on your wall? I don't know if I ever hung a girl on my wall. Really, never. I had like athletes and comedians. I had a poster of Butterbean the boxer at one point too. Well, so that was like your wall was decorated with. Uh, yeah, like Lakers, Lakers posters and, and Raiders posters, and then like one Conan Got Milk ad. Really? Yeah. That's really funny. And what did you put up? Um, Chicks. It was, yeah, I made a collage of Sarah Michelle Geller and Katie Holmes. Oh, uh, yeah. They were hot. They were hot for sure. Yeah. That was... And who did they end up with? Uh, 
Oh, week two of the <laughs> still going strong. Yeah. I love that. I'm on the tail end. Yeah. The Tyosha, a yeah. week in, a week dr- oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's hope we don't ever trade mics accidentally. Uh, what about the fact that you're in my bed just coughing up to the oh, sky like yeah. you're... Like sort of a like fire. The germs are going up and then yeah, falling down, down onto the whole bed like a willow tree, like a weeping willow. Really parading down on us. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Honestly, fireflies. I've been so sick. You deserve to feel this way too. It's not fair that I should do it alone. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Yeah. I deserve to be sick because you're sick. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think so? Uh huh. You know how I would just like wouldn't be fair if one person got AIDS. Or Absolutely, something, it or would. One be. person had cancer. It wouldn't be fair to that person, you but not have it, to spread it out so everyone deals with the sadness equally. How about making sure everyone's healthy instead of making you healthy? Your ideal world is me also being sick. I think we should be in it together. I think that sounds nice. What if you're healthy and I'm sick? That's fine. <laughs> okay. Honestly, that's preferable. Do you hear how bad that sounds? Well, because one way we're both sick. That's not good. And then one way, I'm fine, and that's nice. Absolutely. That's what's going on right now. I'm fine, and you're sick. Honestly, I would definitely, I would trade anything to have you be sick. (laughs) Even if I didn't have to make you, if I could trade anything just for my health, I would just trade for you. I would trade my health for you to be sick. You're stuck to an anchor at the bottom of the ocean, and you want to drag me down with you. And then, and I don't don't want to be brought to the surface. I want everyone else drowned beside (laughs) me. No, but also, you're saying it would be perfect if we switched. Yeah, then it'd be nice if I spent some time in the sun. So, best case scenario, we're both healthy? Well, best case scenario, I'm healthy, you're dead. (laughs) Unreal. Unreal. Digging a bigger hole for you. Hey, this is a Fire You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by me. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. And uh, yeah, how does how would you say this? Like, what would you say the rules are to this podcast if you were to describe it? I guess I would say that people find themselves in sticky situations and they email us to help advise them out of those situations. What's the email address if you're if you find yourself in your own difficult place and you want uh, well advice? yeah if you find yourself in a difficult situation or by the way if you have a theme song um, you just email if I were you show at gmail dot com oh and, that's great uh, ask away <clears throat> so if anybody's listening to the show for the first time those are the rules and we apologize for explaining them at the nine minute mark <laughs> of every single episode uh, do you want to hop right into it I guess why not what is this person's name going to be uh, oh people on your wall okay. Uh, so this is a lady. So this is a real email from a real person. We're going to give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. Jake, what would, what should we call this lady? Jessica Simpson. Mm. Put her on my wall in college. You have a type. <laughs> yeah. Heartthrob chicks. Hotties. Yeah. <laughs> Girls that are hot. Yeah. Stupid hot. I have a type. Hot girls are, are the, the only, only ones things I that I like. I have it, right. Yeah, okay. So Jessica Simpson writes, I recently went on my first Tinder date. Ooh. And it was bad. Oh, no. So bad. I guess it could have been worse because at least the guy wasn't a creep, but still, bad. So what happened was that I liked his four pictures, fun enough bio, and after speaking with him for a couple of hours that day, I went over to his place to watch a movie. The guy that greets me at the door looks almost nothing like his Tinder pictures, and I immediately just want to bail. I see that it's the same guy because he wears the same glasses in his pictures, but his hair is so different, and he's a bit on the heavy side. I'm not a skinny girl, so the extra pounds don't bother me, but his face is so different from the pictures, so they would have to either be really old or are airbrushed. Weird. Anyway, we chat for a bit, choose a movie. He's nice and friendly, but I cannot get over the whole you-don't-look-anything-like-your-profile-picture thing. Then he comes closer and closer on the couch, strokes my hand, and kind of puts his arm around me, and I cringe so bad. I keep my arms crossed over my chest, trying not to give him any encouragement, while at the same time trying not to be, but feeling like it, a complete bitch. I leave as soon as the movie finishes, give him a goodbye hug and a nice to get to know you face a minute later he texts me saying he had a great time blah 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 so my questions are how do i better judge a guy's pictures on tinder so i don't feel like bailing if i decide i want to try this again 
And also, should I try this again? Am I being a shallow bitch? I mean, he was a nice guy, but I just wasn't attracted to him like I was the other one, uh, like I was the way he was in his pictures. Should I have tried harder or been more open-minded? More importantly, though, I don't want to be rude or mean. How can I show a guy I'm just not interested in him so that he stops hitting on me or touching me? Please help. I really want to date and use Tinder, but I don't want this to happen again. It was just so disappointing. Love, Jessica Simpson. Wow. It was a long email. To explain <laughs> that she had a bad date. Yeah. I fell asleep during the tail end. Well, no. But... I say good work. Good on you. And you keep must, it up. You must have really fallen asleep. I fell asleep at the beginning, dude. Help. Why did I just reread it and we edit this no, part out? Don't edit this. Just fucking go with it. Well, let me give you the Cliffs notes if anybody else also stopped paying attention. This girl found a guy on Tinder that she thought was attractive, showed up at his house, and was like, oh, no, that's not the same guy that I thought I had a crush on. Right, then she held his hand and is afraid she... But she still feels like a bitch. She's afraid she sent the wrong message. Yada, yada, yada. How could Here's she avoid this happening again? Major advice, number one. Uh, I feel like we're both thinking the same thing. Let's not have the first Tinder date be at the guy's house. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a second to fourth date. That's like a oh don't no 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 don't do that like a, a a red a red flag. No, that's like a what's a dangerous flag. That's a that's just a landmine. Yeah, that's bad news. It's it's dangerous. I would say it's borderline maybe too dangerous. Yeah. You don't know this guy, really. Tinder is, like, specifically filled with a ton of creeps. Right, so you so don't want... don't go to their house, even if their pictures look cool and they seem normal. Yeah, anybody can like, seem normal over text. Yeah, so many murders are, like, recapped with he seemed so normal. <laughs> so, first date, good suggestion is public setting. Yeah. Get a drink, perhaps a meal. Right. Uh, Coffee. Yeah. Anywhere where like a bunch of onlookers would stop if he uh, stop him if he tried to murder you. Yeah. Or hold your hand. Right. Or worse, hold your hand. And that's true because like he feels like it's such an intimate setting for a first date, and he feels like I think I can hold. It. It's like almost weird if you don't cuddle a little bit when you're watching a movie. What are you gonna do? Just sit there, yeah, hands by your side. Well, another problem is movies are um, at least two hours. Yeah. So you're you're the good thing about a, a drink date is that a drink can last twenty five minutes and you're like, you know what, this is uh I'm it's getting late, sorry, I don't feel well, sorry, someone's texting me, sorry, I gotta go. Right, a million reasons you can leave. You can't do that in the middle of a movie. It's kind you of more can't even talk during a movie. So that's insane yeah. to me that that's a first date. Like first dates are where are you from? What's your relationship yeah, you, to your family? You what learn you about do? the other what person. You, yeah, talk. Just go, yeah. Like, chat. So the setting was bad, and also the idea was bad watching something. Right. Um, and lastly, you're never a bitch if you're not attracted to someone. That's fine. Yeah. That happens all the time. People put their best uh, pictures online. Right. And when you meet, often, like 98% of the time you meet someone, they're going to look worse. Yes. So yeah, that's a good rule of thumb for this not to happen again. Just know that everyone you're meeting with chose... Of the like thousands of photos were tagged in on Facebook. Oh yeah, they found four good ones. Which is no matter how ugly you are, <laughs> you can find four good ones. Four good pictures is pretty easy. Yeah. So just know that they're going to be like uglier than their photos. Sure. So if you're like on the fence, you're like, oh, this person's all right looking. I guess I'll meet up. Then they're really unattractive. Yeah. Right off the bat, just know that they're an ugly person. Right. I, yeah, I feel bad for saying that they're ugly, but like I mean, if you're not attracted to them. And you're like sort of trying to get yourself like, oh, okay, I guess they're okay. Like, no, you won't be attracted to them. So next Tinder date, one, better setting, more public space. Two, um, say, temper your expectations. This guy is probably, you know, uh, not as attractive as photos. Yeah. And then now that you uh, are armed with this stuff, you sort of learn the hard way. That's true. Because you went through this date. And uh, worst comes to worst, this guy, or it could have been a lot worse is what I'm saying. Yeah. This well, you guy, could have gotten murdered. Yeah. For example, you're still alive. So that's good. And that's a positive. Yeah. Uh, this guy doesn't seem to have creeped you out. You said it wasn't that creepy. 
So that's right, good. He just held her hand. Yeah, which is, or tried okay. to hold her hand, and okay. he kept it fold. She kept it folded in, in front of her on the couch. Oh, good. Oh, that's yeah, a yeah, cold. Yeah. Can you imagine what movie they saw? What dry? What do you think the worst movie is that they could have seen? Um, Lost and Found with <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great film. And Sophia Loren. Yes. Yeah, where he kidnaps a, a woman's dog and then puts up lost photo, like lost dog. Right. Or yeah, or he says found dog. What is it? I don't remember. He kidnaps a, a hot woman's wife, uh, dog, and then oh, and then she puts up lost photo, like oh, I lost my oh, dog, and then, and then he, he's like, oh, I rescued him. That's a pretty solid. I can't believe that's a, that sounds like a sketch. It's an entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, Spade was hot in the late nineties. Right. Um, here's another bad movie. It could have been. Um, the player. What's the player? It's with Tim Robbins. Okay. I don't remember anything about it other than the fact that I didn't like it when I was twelve. I yeah, I don't remember. I already forgot the name of it. Who's in it? <laughs> I already just I I said asleep. <laughs> I feel like you're just tired. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Here's another um, one that would be bad if it was. Um, <laughs> um, uh, for love of the game. <laughs> What's that one? Kevin Costner uh. baseball movie. I liked it, <laughs> but it just wouldn't have been a great movie for them. Not a great date movie. <laughs> no. What about this one? What Dreams May Come. Oh, that would be a nice one. It's sort of like a bittersweet movie with starring Robin Williams. So it's yeah. like, just like this air of sadness like, to it. Right. Well, especially because it's about death and suicide specifically. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a bad first date movie. Definitely. That's pretty heavy. Hashtag bad first date movies. <laughs> I feel like we're starting some sort of at midnight game. I feel game. like a, a sequel would be a really, really bad one. The second, What Dreams May Come? <laughs> yeah, What Dreams May Come to What Nightmares Have Happened. Uh, do we have any more advice for this lady or is that it? Um, yeah, I don't, I, and I, I just want to reiterate that she shouldn't feel like a, a bitch for being cold to someone. Like it's to just not be into them is very normal. I guess like I would feel awkward if I was not into them in such an intimate setting. Right. But But that goes with the, uh, next time don't go to someone's house that you don't know. Try to put yourself in places where you'll automatically feel comfortable. Yeah, like a church or a synagogue or a mosque. A restaurant or a bar. That's You'll feel comfortable and good there rather than a stranger's house. Yeah. The end. Toda? Toda. Uh, all right, By the way, what are your favorite restaurants? That's a nice one. <laughs> good on you, Hurwitz. Better wake up. What are you talking about? He woke up late in the ninth inning, but he he pitched three strikes. And you specified restaurant as one of your favorite restaurants. Yeah, I just think like if that'll make you feel extra comfy. When you you choose a restaurant, oh, you know what? Another one, a good restaurant. I forgot to mention. No, I don't mean like, yeah, that's what you did. You specified it was she would have chosen one of her favorite restaurants. That's not necessarily true at all. That's not true. You're squeezing my ankle. (laughs) (laughs) You little fucker. You little shit. Get back here, you little turd. All right, now read the next question, bitch. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Now I have to do it. Now I am one. You've been doing that to me a lot. Yeah, just stuff that I'm going to do anyway. You you demand that it be done and then call someone a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) So like we're coming over from the store. Unlock the door, bitch. Yes, yeah, like I'm going to unlock the yeah. door. Park so, the car, bitch. <laughs> it's a fun little game for you guys to play with your friends. If you really want to be a dick, like yeah, an like, asshole. Like if the if your house phone rings and someone's about to pick it up, you say, "Pick it up, bitch," and then they do. Fuck. <laughs> Sounds like a John Wolf story. It's true. It's such a global thing to do. <laughs> it is perfectly legal, perfectly subtle, very enjoyable. I haven't heard about global in a bit. I guess I've been out of the game. I think he's laying low. I that's actually I hate that more than anything. Yeah, the fact that you know something's up. Yeah, this is the it's the calm before the storm, or it's the eye of the storm, maybe. Yeah, we don't know like we don't know what schemes are in motion. <laughs> Years sometimes goes into these things. You know what he does is he adds sentences to wikipedia articles just that aren't necessarily wrong they're right. just like fine <laughs> so like, like like there's like like for example the wikipedia page for pillow yeah he'll go to a paragraph uh-huh. and he'll be like it'll be like types of pillows throw pillows husband pillows and then he'll add one that says novelty pillows <laughs> pillows in the shape of 
uh, characters. <laughs> it's say. not wrong, but why add that? You're not adding value. He's just making things different. It's such a freaking global shit. <laughs> you have such a problem with it. <laughs> that one to me, borderline sounds really okay. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I mean, novelty pillows are a type of pillow. I guess, but like, why add that? See, why this do is actually what shit? he wanted, is us arguing about it. Yeah, and now it turns into thing. a thing. God, I fucking hate that. Yeah, yeah. He'll go into my phone. You know, he'll go into my phone sometimes. Uh, he'll hack it. He'll hack it. And he'll phone. do like an autocorrect thing. So like one time, I for whatever reason, I fucking type lava, like in a text to somebody. Yeah. And it auto-changed it to L-A-A-V-A. So, oh, like, it just looked like I did a typo. a typo. Yeah, but you it's such an obscure up. word. I actually asked him. He said his fingerprint unlocks almost 800, 800 iPhones. Maybe that's why his name is Global. Yeah. Like he has he, a skeleton Every hand. time he sees a phone unlocked, he'll, he'll match his thumbprint to it. It's crazy. He's like the universal donor, but yeah. much more specific. You can unlock almost any phone. He really is Global in that way. <laughs> the Global donor. <laughs> Uh, all right next question uh it's from a guy uh i'll say eddie jones because he'll he was on one of my laker posters nice eddie jones writes hey guys i'm a 23 year old guy there's a subreddit called dirty pen pals the point is to find people to exchange either short-term dirty message or more elaborate role play scenarios there's some weird stuff on there but that's not what i'm into posts that are labeled something like female for male which means Oh, sorry. Posts that are labeled like F for M, which means female for male, is a female looking for a male. A few days ago, I responded to an F for F post without telling the other person that I'm a guy. And it went well. And the other person I was talking with told me that they came for real during the finale of the scene. I thought this would be one night dirty talk deal. But after it went well, she wanted to carry on and do another scenario. While we were discussing what the next scene would involve, she asked me about myself. I think I was vague enough to avoid confirming my gender for certain. It isn't all that easy to find a regular writing partner on r slash dirty pen pals. I think the woman on there must get flooded with messages whenever they post, so it would be a shame to let this one go. From a couple of comments she made, I think we're probably in different countries, so the chances that it would ever go beyond pen pals is low i enjoyed our first conversation but i'm not sure how far i should go in order to keep up this insanely hot dirty talk i enjoy writing and my current job job involves boring academic stuff most of the time it's not really a hobby but writing dirty scenarios is way more fun should i keep going she seems nice and i really don't want to mess her around but it's also really fun sincerely eddie jones Mm, that is really tough He's pretending to be a woman on a dirty pen pals. So he can talk to another woman and he feels guilty. Yeah. Should, does he think, do you think he has to tell the truth? Well, I guess the truth is that the other woman he's talking to is also a guy. <laughs> oh, no. Does he know that? <laughs> does he know that everybody's saying F for M or F for F or any Like, it's all M's. It's all M and it's all four F's. Yeah. Um, like a bad report card, it's all an M and then four F's. It seems like it should be fun, even if it is a girl, because it's all fantasy, right? Right. I just can't imagine like what he's writing to get off is what like he's writing to this girl and he's saying like, yeah, we're rubbing our vaginas together now. Yeah. Like I wouldn't necessarily think that was that. I mean, you would want to mention your penis in one, some of these things, right? Yeah, maybe he can transition to that. Like, oh, can I like role play as a guy? Yeah, that's kind of cool. I feel like, yeah, I wouldn't feel guilty at all. He's, I mean, it's like guilty, and this is the whitest lie of all. It's totally not harmful. Right. It's just text. Yeah, these chat rooms, nobody is like who they say they are. Ever. Yeah, it's all, it's fantasy. It's, it's an what, escape. It's, that's the idea. And I really, really do genuinely believe that you're talking to another man. <laughs> so if you convince yourself of that, and then it's like, oh, we both have this implicit agreement that we're just lying to each other, then it's completely fine. Yeah. Have you ever done something like this, this dirty pen pal thing? Um, have you ever done sex like, chats? Yeah, when I was in like middle school. But I would do them with my friends. Like me and two other dudes would be in one of those chat rooms trying to meet girls. So and like, like trying to cyber. cyber. Yeah, but like... I'm sure we were only cybering with other three dudes. Yeah. 
it's teenagers just, dudes, just fucking each other. It's dude cybering with dudes. That's all it is. <laughs> R like, slash oh, yeah, dudes. Can I see a picture of your tits? And they'll like send a picture of some random like tits that tits they found from the online internet that aren't a real person. Well, they're a real person, but oh, nobody oh, yeah, knows. Sorry. Yeah, Definitely a real person. Yeah, real tits for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so it's okay to be lying because everyone on the internet is lying about their identity. Everyone's lying about everything. Even like your fucking friends on Instagram, they're lying about shit, you know? No, I don't. Yeah, like you take a picture of some food and you're like, this is best breakfast ever. But like it wasn't really the best breakfast ever, was it? (laughs) You're like taking a picture like, oh, my my legs by a pool, it's paradise. But like you're getting sunburned and you're gassy. So you're not like that comfortable. I've seen you comment on a lot of photos. We live in this world where everything's (laughs) idyllic and the shareability of everything (laughs) Is you is just tied to this pristine ideal? You have to. I don't. St- I, I don't stand for it. You I do don't stand like for it. it. I won't and you have buy it. into it, and you do have no, it because it's filtered and it's you have cropped. You, and you know what? Everything that, that is, it's filtered and it's cropped, so it needs to be pilfered because it's cropped and stopped. I'm serious. Yeah, life doesn't yeah. fit in a square. No, Instagram. It Sometimes you have to make so, shit. It letter. exists outside the phone, and yeah. it's ugly, and it's dirty, and it, and it's not perfect. And I can't double tap it if I like something because because feelings are more complicated than that. Because I like things and I love things and I hate things and I'm indifferent towards things and I forget about them too. So. So don't don't minimize my entire experience into a goddamn heart in the lower left-hand corner of a screen. I'm a human being. I'm made of stardust. I am alive with a beating heart. As he speaks into a microphone for a podcast to be uploaded into someone By my else. friend. <laughs> someone else can listen I'm gonna to I'm going to go to bed after this. Uh, double tap that. You know what? Edit the podcast, bitch. <laughs> Upload the podcast, bitch. <laughs> Actually, all of your comments, all of the captions on your Instagram photos are "Please give me dap double tap." Yeah, most of my uh, most of my captions are like my full name, so they people can find me on Venmo. Yeah, and just send me money. <laughs> yeah, if you like this picture, send me some cash. But for other photos, it's like, are you sure this was your best breakfast ever? Stop bragging about a sunset you saw. Nobody yeah. gives a shit you were on a hashtag beach. Right. Hashtag Way LA. to take this photo of your eggs while they got cold, loser. <laughs> that's that's like the type of shit I would say. Right. Yeah. It's like cute little funny stuff like no, that. No, it's not. It's very global. No. <laughs> I channel global a lot on Instagram. <laughs> He's actually now calls himself glocal. What? Yeah, like a local global hybrid thing. Yeah, he's like because he was spent some time in the south. Like he was like yeah. I'm a yokel. I'm yeah. a local yokel. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> like on people's a lot Wikipedia, of what he does is just bizarre. bizarre. Yeah, and it's like. There's nothing you can even say or do. It's he, just it's he, just disruptive and it's just, weird. Just to get back to the Wikipedia thing, he updated my <laughs> Wikipedia page. What did he write there? He changed my birth date from January 18th to Jan period 18th. <laughs> That's so great, Clocal. Congratulations, Clocal. You made it a little shorter, a little abbreviated, Clocal. I appreciate it. Yep, piss ant, fucker. Just some like my page seems smaller. I don't even fucking get it. I don't know what to what end. He was fucking shortening the month. It didn't. It's fucking. It confounds me. And like I, you can see who does the revisions on Wikipedia pages, and you can trace the IP <laughs> and Glocal's fucking. I he guess he uses a proxy because it's all obs- over the place. You're obsessed. You're obsessed, and I think that's actually a problem. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I don't know if this is Glocal's plan, but like I'm actually viewing you as a villain right now. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's exactly what he fucking wanted like, when he did this. This is just I'm like very perturbed listening to you talk about it. It's like, perturbing, absolutely, yeah, but it's and it's disturbing. away at you in, in a way that's not healthy. And yeah, like, 
It makes me think less of you, not him. It's kind of like you know deflate gate. It's like just this issue you have to deal with. No, I don't have to deal with that issue. Yeah. The Patriots won. Go Tom Brady. They have an asterisk, an asterisk next to their their the their, their title. No, they do not. And the asterisk is made out of of three deflated footballs. Yeah, you know what? Well, maybe I'll put uh, an asterisk on the billboard that I'm gonna <laughs> that I'm gonna get for you on top of the biggest building in Los Angeles that just says "Call me Shmuel." <laughs> Call me maybe, and then in parentheses under that, Shmuel, then in parentheses under that. Amir Blumenfeld, henceforth known as Shmuel. A glucal production. Uh, all right, let's take a break, thank a few more sponsors, and then we'll be right, right back. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How's that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress. So she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, yeah. No. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two you minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium, customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah, they sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but okay. fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Hashtag Greenlight Jake and Amir is still going strong. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is really, really sweet. You know what? Um, let's thank some people that have tweeted. Let's do that. Oh, that's a great idea. All right. Um. Right off the bat, <clears throat> let me just, of course. A couple yeah. John Wolf tweets at you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he is, yep. He's absolutely, what's it called? Trolling me. Yep. He has a hashtag red light, Jake in the mirror. Andrew Uren, zero, zero. Thank you. Hashtag green light, Jake in the mirror. Uh, wow. Actually, this person's Twitter handle is... At subtle John Wolf. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. So thank you to that guy. Thank you. Uh, uh, Thomas, the Thomas Cohen. Please, please, please. Hashtag Greenlight Jake Namir. Uh, for anyone that's uh, tweeted at TBS Very Funny to hashtag Greenlight Jake Namir, thank you very much. Let's read a couple every episode. That'll be a fun little way to uh, 
keep the ball rolling. That's a nice idea. And uh, TBS tweeted at somebody else today, right? Yeah, you know, they keep tweeting at other people. They find the ones that are not about it. First and they person get to get TBS to respond to their, <laughs> to their Greenlight Jake and Amir tweet yeah. uh, should get a prize. I don't know what it is. Wouldn't it have been like somebody big and famous that did it? I guess Like not. they'll respond to... Uh, Moby? Yeah, won't they respond to Moby? Well, they haven't. I think the first person to get the response from TBS gets... Gets a TV show from us. If... You know what? If if we someday have a show, they'll I'll fly them out to the premiere party. <laughs> if TBS responds to them, if yeah, I mean it's a huge long shot because this green light thing is actually only for the, us to shoot the pilot. Yeah, let alone like the pilot still has to get picked up. We have to shoot the series. Yeah, that'll be a totally different Twitter campaign. Right. So, but whoever, if this happens, if TBS uh, green lights the show, we get a pilot, we get a series <laughs> order, we film it. The premiere party, if there is one, I'll fly you out for it. <laughs> That's a guarantee. Promise. It's, it's written, or not written, as, or recorded, which is better than written, because you don't have to fucking read it. It's true. Um, anything else you wanted to say on the break? Something that came up? Um, We're shooting our last eight episodes. Yeah, we shot today. Holy shit. It's happening. It is real. Uh, we have about four more episodes to shoot. How do you feel? Uh, so far, not nostalgic because we still have some to go. Right. But tomorrow, like, it'll start becoming more real. And then Friday, when we're done with everything, we'll have shot our last Jake and Me episode. That's fucking crazy to think about. That really is fucking crazy. I think, like, the past two days, I've just been, like, almost just, like, head down. Yeah, get it shoot, done. Know your lines, make it funny. We've been laughing a lot. That's, that's true. Good. So it's a good sign. And I feel like people will like the idea. I hope so. The premise. Yeah. Which, I guess these episodes, when do they come out? February 17th? Right. On College Humor and YouTube. That's the, that's the beginning of the last eight. So it'll be like the first one and then seven more after that. That's crazy. I can't give any, any more away. No more spoilers. Just all we can tell you is the amount of episodes. Yeah, I'm taking a lot of great production stills that's gonna be, that, that are going to litter my Instagram once these videos oh, yeah. actually uh, reach the internet, interwebs. But for now, we have to keep it hush. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's it. We want to answer one more question. That sounds like a nice blend. It's getting late. We have more shooting to be done. Ugh, don't remind me. Early oh. call time. Early call time tomorrow. <laughs> Let's talk about it, people. Uh, all right. Oh, here we go. One last dude question. Uh, another guy. Did you have any guys on your wall? Oh, yeah. Uh Freddie Prince Jr. because he was in the background a lot of the Sarah Michelle <laughs> Geller photos that I had. Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong writes. I feel like Tom DeLong has written into the podcast before. Yeah, he's a he's a huge fan of the show. What does he sound like? Uh, uh wait. Um, all the small fiends. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh, uh, all right, dude. So yeah, yeah like oh <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, clink. Okay. So my best friend Ryan and I went to this party where we met a group of girls. One of the girls flirts with Ryan, but by the time we get to the other party, he ditches her after making out with her because he wants someone hotter to steam up his world. I comfort her and try to cheer her up, and then she kisses me. This is my first kiss, so I feel pretty awesome about it, but here's where things get... They get real. Oh, no. After a week of texting back and forth with the girl, Ryan and I see her again, and basically me and her pick up where we left off, but then my roommate gets jealous when she says I'm a better kisser of the two. So he grabs her and starts making out, and one thing led to another, and 45 minutes later, she's blowing him in the bathroom. Uh, I feel really uncomfortable now, but both act like it's no big deal. And the word bro job, which is basically a girl giving two friends BJs, comes up. That it's okay for two friends to be blown by the same girl. But I think it's dumb. How would you feel about that? Is Ryan a bad friend? Am I making a big deal out of this? Mucho appreciado. Love, Tom DeLonge. I'm never having children. That's it? This is like what happens now, huh? <laughs> you have kids and you raise these precious angels and by age 15, they're just blowing each other. I guess that's just what happens. Teenagers give blows. That it, And I want to say, like, that didn't happen when I was little, but I, maybe I, I might have. Yeah, I mean, not to me, but I'm sure somebody was getting blown in yeah, high it school. It did happen to me. 
Oh, yeah. it did? Yeah, for sure. A girl blew you and then blew your friend or kissed you and then blew your friend. And yeah, then... all that stuff happens. Yeah, an incestual blow circle of sorts. Have you ever heard of the word term bro job? No, that's new to me. I like the term bro job. Yeah, I like the I like a good pun. Smarter. I love a good sexual pun. I think the internet's making uh, people like better at puns. Like uh, there were no when I was little. I, I feel confident saying there was no puns about this type of shit. <laughs> at the very least, people that had no plays on words about it. So pun aside, it's not. I mean, it's okay. Does this person deserve to be pun-ished? I would probably be pretty annoyed by my friend if I was making out with someone and he grabbed her and started making, making out, out with her. And then she blew him. But then, him. like, if she blows him, then it's like, I guess that was what she wanted to happen. So I. You can still feel my bad. Fate. But yeah. Especially if it's your first kiss. Your friend was a pretty bad friend in that instance. I would say he is a bad friend. Yeah, but it's interesting that the like the girl and him both are like, oh, it's no big deal, and like she's saying, it's not like I won't blow you now because I blew him. I'll still blow you. Would you take a second blow, Jay? I mean, I yeah, for sure, I would. If a, if you were kissing a girl and then she just went and blew Dave, and then she's like, oh, I would still blow you. Oh, God, I don't think I can get blown after no, because Dave. <laughs> Dave Jizz's clam juice. <laughs> Straight. He clam dips it. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would it would probably depend on the girl and the situation. I, I and the friend. I don't really like to speak in ab- absolutes. Absolutely. Uh, how would you guys feel about that? I feel like I wouldn't be down to... If a girl left me to hook up with my friend, I wouldn't then just take her back. I feel like I got to have a little bit of pride in this situation. Be like, no, you don't get to hop around. Right. But like it's interesting. Pride is interesting because like sometimes it just robs you of a good time. If you are going into this being like, "Oh, this is all silly and fun, and I don't really care," and like that was ridiculous that that happened, and it's a couple days later, and you're like, "I want something fun to happen to me, and I want a blowjob." But it sounds like you've already this guy's already made up his mind. Like, I don't like this. This is dumb. Should I be acting differently? And the truth is, no. Not if you're like feel a certain way yeah but I, I don't know like hooking up with someone is exciting because it's personal and the fact that it's like happening to everyone else makes it feel a little less exciting and cheapens it almost not to me it's still like wet lips on your penis and that always feels great yeah i mean if a com- in a vacuum like when you put a hoover vacuum up against your balls that feels good yeah yeah as long as you fill the vacuum with vaseline but i'm a little bit too neurotic to like not be able to distance the fact that this girl just blew my friend. I don't right. know if I, it, there has to be some passage yeah, I think of you would time. Just be like this girl isn't the girl that I want to date because this uh, is the way that the situation is unfolding. It's yeah. very uh, steamy and strange, and uh, oh. we're using the word blow bro job. Also, it's his first kiss. Yeah, so it should be slightly. So above. that would be your first bro job, your first blow job. So. I think go with your gut. Sounds like your gut is right. <laughs> Personally, I don't think that any of this stuff is that big of a deal, so I maybe would just get a blowjob. So uh, how would you guys feel about that? You said no big deal. Is Ryan a bad friend? Yes. I would say he is. If he took a girl you, were, you got your first kiss from and he made out in front of you. But he, also like this, he didn't like this girl. Yeah, he, this, this girl was his quote-unquote plan B for the evening, it seemed. But I was, like, this guy who got robbed also didn't like this girl. Oh. It sounds like there's not a lot of actual feelings involved. Well, this guy it's all just like her. weird horniness. He was like, he was trying to cheer her up because he felt bad for her. Yeah, so he's a nice guy. It's, but it's, it's just, this is all horniness. <laughs> yeah, well, teenagers are just pure boner hormones. And that's why I'm saying this, it doesn't really matter that much. And sure, like, if you, if you, if any part of you wants to get blown and she still wants to and you think you'd have fun, then do it and it's fine. So is Ryan a bad friend? Yeah, Ryan's sort of a shitty friend. <laughs> yeah, that's not a nice maneuver. I mean, he's also a pretty shitty person in general to like grab a girl who said he was a bad kisser and start make like trying to make out with her. I mean, it's just hard to find a good guy named Ryan. I don't think I know a single good Ryan. Yeah, Ryans are kind of like cool dirt bags. Yeah, like hey, what up? I'm Ryan. That's totally Ryan. Yeah, yeah. That's but like, you want a Ryan. good guy, like a really good guy, you need a Brian or. <laughs> The B makes all the difference. It really does. You know what? Trust the B. Know a lot of good Bryans. Yeah, no good Ryans. 
any Ryans out there that want to change their shit, you want to switch shit up. Get that B in there, baby. Or maybe even an O. Orion? Yeah. Imagine Fuck that. Yeah. How interstellar is that shit? That's fucking so dope. Hi, my name's Orion. And then you have a belt. Oh. You'll always wear a belt. Where's Orion's? Can I remove Orion's belt so I can give you a bro job? Yeah, oh, very nice. Like that. And then you dip her. <laughs> you, you give her the big dipper. And if it's happening to you, uh-huh. it's the little dipper. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm kidding. No, let's, let's end the podcast, bitch. <laughs> That's our episode, bitch. Isn't it the episode, bitch? If you have your own questions or uh, theme song submissions of your own, we start and end every episode with a, a custom-made song written by our talented fans. The opening one was from Justin Goncalves. John Calves? John Calves? John Salvias. And the closer is from uh, an Alex Rao. So thanks, guys, for writing in. Thanks, guys, for sending in your theme songs. Oh, we also want... We need your thumbnail submissions. If you have a piece of artwork that we can use on our Facebook page, every time we upload an episode, we try to use a, have a thumbnail for the show. So if you're talented in that regard, send us your graphics to show at gmail.com. Ideally 600 by 315, but we'll take what we can get. Uh, we've been running low on those, so send them if you got them. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. Is that it? That's it. Gracias. Gracias to Gonsalvisas. Later. My parents are